bit disturbing. What are you waiting for? Do it! Triple M. So hands up if you kept thinking today felt like Monday. Peter Kane, dog trainer extraordinaire, live from New York City tonight on The Rubber Room. I've had terrible experiences walking around the streets of Brooklyn and New York City. And as we continue looking for the world's greatest fighter, he hasn't got back to us yet, but other world champions have got in touch with The Rubber Room. I think I had over 750 in my back. In Gazzo's Goss, David Bowie impersonates Iggy Pop. And speaking about great impersonators, how about this guy? What am I going to do with this stupid movie? Also, a bit later on tonight, I'm going to put a theory to the test. Oh, sure. What would you like to know? How many engagement rings have you managed to score in your 30 plus years, Sammy X? What makes you think I'm 30 plus years? There was so much not answering the question there, I don't even know where to start. I'm still not going to answer it. Right, okay. Well, I'll talk engagement rings in just a sec. Do you know how many James Packers bought in his lifetime? Is it as many as you? No, what maybe? So, we mentioned the other day that we found the world's best farter, and in order to be to be the world's best fighter, you have to blow out a certain amount of candles in X amount of time. And we thought it would be quite simple to get him on the phone. We had to go through his manager, that's right, the Harry M. Miller of farting, but we still can't get him on the phone. But nonetheless, we've continued in our quest to bring you world champions and world record beaters. And here's another one. Brad, who had the most amount of piercings in one session. Tell everybody. Uh, 1,093. Whereabouts? I think I had over 750 in my back. I'm not really sure how many were in my arms and legs at that point. My body was kind of going into shock. So. Yeah, I imagine. And uh, once you had them done, did they take them out straight away? Or have you still got them in? As soon as they went in, the last needle went in, I uh, told the piercer, you know, hey, like, I've had enough, you know, my body can't take anymore. They immediately started coming out. Well, that's a shame. You could have gone out and bought yourself some new earrings. <laughs> <laughs> that would have cost quite a bit. Yeah, I like this sleeper. Have you got a thousand of them? 1,093, um, pretty intense. That's the biggest adrenaline rush I've ever had. Yeah, how did you psych yourself up for it? There's really no way to psych yourself up for it. Just kind of got to decide whether or not you're going to do it, and when the time comes, do it. <laughs> what was the most painful place? Probably my lower back. By the time they got to my arms, my body was pretty much going into shock. I was uh, shaking pretty erratically and stuff like that. And um, They were trying to draw blood out of my left hand. Whenever your body goes into shock, it pulls blood to your core, um, your heart, your brain, stuff like that to protect you. And so they had a problem getting blood out of my hand. And I was watching him do that, and then I looked over, and he was already done piercing my arm. I had lost feeling in my arms and my hands. Wow. Did you get your Prince Albert done? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. I don't want to find no, out. Dude, I'm not breaking that no, one. No, dude, break that one next. Oh, uh-uh. No way. <laughs> you got a chance to see AWOL Nation live in New York City with a mate, flying to New York, walking around Times Square, going down to Greenwich Village. Places that you've always wanted to go to, and then the piece de resistance, checking out AWOL Nation playing uh, live at Madison Square Garden. So if you want to go on the running for that, go to the Rubber Room page on triplem.com.au and tell us why you would like to see AWOL Nation and go AWOL in New York. So I see that James Packer, now so he's bought this engagement ring for Mariah Carey. This will be, I think, the fourth ring that he's bought in the last 19 years, so far he's spent $4.75 million on engagement rings, although this latest one to Mariah is a $4 million engagement ring. So if you were one of the other girls, well, I guess you didn't get the best one, did you? 
Apparently it's a colossal 35-carat rock. But here's what I'm thinking. Speaking as a guy who's also having spent the money on, as far as I can remember, at least four of these things, I'm thinking that the engagement ring is a contract between two people. And so if it doesn't work out, not that that's not going to work out between James and Mariah. I mean, looking at that on paper, there's every reason why that's going to go ahead. But do you think that maybe, and I'm asking you this, Sammy X, because you claim to be a woman, if the contract isn't adhered to, a la you don't get, you know, the engagement doesn't go through, shouldn't the woman give the ring back? Um, personally, yeah, I would give the ring back unless it, like, cost $4 million. <laughs> well, hang on that. a second. There's no caveat in this. Who has received the most rings? or has bought the most amount of rings. And also, do you agree with me that if it doesn't work out, because you've entered into a contractual agreement, you've got to give the ring back if it doesn't go through. Am I right? Is it love if you break up, if you buy somebody an engagement ring and then you break up? Should you give it back? What do you reckon, Annette? He walked up with Mariah Carey, so, and he's the one that offered it. Right, Whatever okay. happens. Whatever happens, happens. All right. Hello, Michelle, how are you? What do you think? I reckon I've already given back rings before in my life. Yeah, how many have you given back? Probably about three. Wow, what an unfortunate man. Friendship They've all missed rings out. And engagement rings and stuff yeah. like that. So you think that's the right thing to do? Well, I do from my standards as I was brought up when I was younger. All girls calling, I notice. Annette, how are you? What do you reckon? I just think if the engagement breaks up, you should give the engagement ring back. Right. How many have you had in your time? Uh, four. Four? Yes. And how many did you marry? Three. Your odds aren't bad. <laughs> if I was betting on you at the racetrack, I'd have taken home a few dollars. Did you ever give any back? Only the first one, the one that I didn't marry. Russell, what do you reckon then? Nah, just walk away. Walk away. Consider <laughs> it like a bad investment, perhaps? Just, yes, exactly. Been divorced twice, married for the third time, just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> So, Gazzo, apparently it seems that David Bowie was a master impersonator. Well, this has just been discovered because there's been this recording that's just come out now post his death that has him doing these dynamite impressions. Now, we know he's an amazing singer-songwriter, performer, artist, style guru, but who knew he could give uh, Jimmy Fallon a run for his money? Yeah, well, Jimmy Fallon, well known for his Neil Young impersonations, but Bowie did Bruce Springsteen, Iggy Pop, Tom Waits, Lou Reed as well, although some people say he's Neil Young's a little bit Tom Petty. How petty can you get? Do you ever hear my world-famous impersonation of Sean Connery? Could you do it, please? Oh, of course I could. Hang on. How are you? It's a pleasure to be here with you, Gajo. Actually, you know what? That's pretty cool. Close my eyes and I'm actually Don't close on the your set eyes of a Bond film. You're freaking me I'm out. I'm on the set of a Bond film, Phil. Let's see Let David me have Bowie. my two minutes. Can you do it again, please? No. No, you're getting weird now. David Bowie does an impersonation of Iggy Pop. When Peter Kane is on the Skype from New York City, the dog man extraordinaire. How are you, Peter? I'm doing real good, Phil. How are you doing? How are you dealing with the snow? Oh, you know, it's starting to melt. Our mayor really hadn't been doing too good of a job getting the snow out of here, though. But it would never have happened under Giuliani's watch. Giuliani was horrible. That was like having Hitler or something here. He was the worst. He was taking homeless people and putting them on a bus and sending them upstate. He was really a horrible human being. As you know, we have a problem with police in this country. I mean, they're really... Anytime I see red lights behind me in my car, I get nervous. I've had terrible experiences walking around the streets of Brooklyn and New York City. They would just stop and frisk looking for weed for the last 20 years. 
our constitutional rights. They just really didn't give a shit. You with your bad no- back, though, you need that weed. Yeah, you're damn right. If you want to go and see AWOL Nation live in New York City, where you and a friend will go to Madison Square Garden, you'll see AWOL Nation playing live. All you got to do is go to the uh, Rubber Room page at triplem.com.au and tell us why you want to go AWOL in New York. AWOL Nation. AWOL Nation. I still don't know what I'm doing. Hey. Live in New York for the Triple M Rubber Room. Hello? Stephen. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the bloody snow? Yeah, I have, yeah. 76 centimetres. Crazy, right? You'll be lost in that. Yeah. You'll be still wearing your board shorts and thongs, though. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You'd be foolish not to, wouldn't you? Is that an accent I picked up there? Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. What was it? It's a, a British accent. Oh, you'd be used to the snow. Well, we're getting used to it, yeah. You'd be a bit of a laugh, wouldn't it, in New York City? Nothing. Not like you'd go down the East End, that kind of snow. You're having a laugh. Yep. Who would you take to New York City with you? I guess... Charlotte, my girlfriend. Charlotte sometimes or Charlotte always? Nah, Charlotte always, yeah. Your whole life has been building to this phone call. I know that because that's what you said when you sent your entry in. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. To the, I want to go and see AWOL Nation in New York City. Well, it's Phil here at Triple M. I guess you figured that out. Wow, uh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Call blimey. I'm not having a laugh. I'm not pulling your leg. As it happens, you are, in fact, one of the finalists for you and Charlotte to fly to New York City to go and see AWOL Nation playing live at Madison Square Garden. Fingers and toes crossed. Good luck, buddy. Yeah, thanks, mate, yeah. If you haven't entered yet, because yesterday was a holiday and we weren't on the air, we're going to give you another chance to win that. Go to triplem.com.au, go to the Rubber Room page now and tell us why you would like to go AWOL Nation in New York. Gazzo's here, Splendour in the Grass. This is truly my favourite festival, truly my favourite festival. I've been going since, well, I can't even remember. Uh, it's been a long time, though. And yeah, but look, the first time you went, you didn't understand what Splendour in the Grass meant. You didn't realise it was a concert. No, it's the name of a movie starring Natalie Wood from exactly. the 1950s. That's what I meant. I thought you meant it was a Moonlight Cinema presentation of that oh, famous Natalie Jesus. Wood film from the yeah. 1950s. Which I trekked all the way to Byron Bay for. By Nimbin, yeah. just in case they didn't have any. <laughs> I smoke two joints in the morning. I smoke two joints at night. Look, my favourite festival is back. You went last year? Yeah. You saw Blur? You saw Florence and... I've never seen Florence and the Machine live, but gee, I like them. They're a great band. She's amazing. Byron Bay, Parklands, Friday 22nd of July to the 24th of July, okay? So uh, write that in your diaries. No word as to the lineup yet, but then, I mean, look, after Blur last year, they're going to have to try something. Maybe they can get Oasis back together. Who knows? Maybe we'll start Guns that and rumor. Roses. <laughs> Guns and Metallica. Roses. Metallica. Megadeth have got a new album out. So they just did a survey in America asking 2,000 Americans which bodily offences they found most embarrassing. 69% admit being embarrassed by some kind of bodily offence at least three times a month. So here are your top 10 embarrassing bodily offences based on disgusting data. Number 10, simultaneous coughing and farting. Number 9, snotty sneezing. And number 8, it's urine drippage or water hammer, as those of us that know like to call it. Stinky feet at 7, food on teeth at 6, at 5, runny nose, 4, belching, 3, bad breath. There's nothing worse than bad breath. When somebody's got bad breath and you, you don't want to tell them, or the other thing that's worse than that, thinking you've got bad breath and you <laughs> do that and you can't smell it you don't know but you just kind of it gets you know and the other one that really gets me but it's probably not on this list is if you think you've got a booger up your nose and you just you, you kind of like you can tell that somebody's looking at it and the, anyway that's at least six of mine number two body odor and number one loud farts apparently americans don't like that australians on the other hand i don't think would be that perturbed if somebody lets one rip every now and again and to put it to the test 
Hello, Sally speaking. Oh, hi, Sally. It's Phil here at Triple M. How are you? Oh, I'm very well. How are you? Good. I believe we've got a corporate um, deal with you. I just wondered if you could tell me a little bit about it. Oh, sure. What would you like to know? Uh, well, do you have like a do you have like a three month minimum or anything like that? Ah, uh, yeah. So it's ninety nine dollars for the three months, right. um, and you can cancel after. There's like a two week cooling off period if you're not really enjoying the gym, which I really doubt. I'm sure you'll get in and love it. Yeah, sure. Because I'm just. I'm just around the corner from where you guys are. Oh, great. So you can come by. Yeah, I was thinking of coming down during the work day, you know. Sure, yeah. We can definitely. We've got some great classes on uh, during the middle of the day. If you like boxing, we've got our boxing class. Oh, yeah, yeah. First day, but... <clears throat> a bit of a boxing fan, yeah. Uh, so um, there's a few different uh, ranges of classes. So whatever um, your strengths are, we can um, use together with a PT um, to talk to you about that. Oh great! Yeah, so uh, would you get the would you get the personal trainer to help you out as well? Yeah, so you get a consultation when you sign up, and um, you get two free classes with that. And um, uh, yeah, they pretty much those. <laughs> well, I need to bring any like work ID with. Uh, you'll need uh, your license. Um, yeah, um, but okay. that should be all you need. All right, I'll ask for you. Your, your name was Sally, wasn't it? From my colleague David, though. He might... Oh, um, David, all right. Face. All right, thanks so much for your help, Sal. No worries, Phil. Great to have our dog man, the dog man extraordinaire, Peter Kane back in New York City. How are you, Jason? How you going, mate? Your dog howls, I believe, when the police drive by with their sirens on. And Peter, who was telling me a moment ago, is quite au fait with the police as well. Absolutely. Listen, yep. that howl, that's a locator howl. And it's very common that dogs do this. And occasionally dogs will even do this at my house. And it's when I'm leaving the house, they're trying to find the pack member. But your dog hears the ambulance and responds like it's hearing another dog. The thing that you want to do is make sure that the dog understands that this is not anything that you want it to do. But saying shut the up to the dog might work if you use enough pressure. But really, the word no should be used and you should do it in conjunction with the collar correction. The police are around, you know, they only come around so often, so you're gonna have to uh, have a leash on the dog and make sure that the dog stops doing this. Does the dog do it in your backyard? Yeah. The cops go down the street, the siren's going, and then your dog starts doing it. Is that, is that what's yeah. going on? Yeah. Is your dog outside all the time? Uh, yeah. That's a problem. I really don't recommend that. Do you ever consider having your dog as an inside-outside dog or just inside? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bring him inside. And how old is the dog? Four years old. I'd bring him inside. Too many bad problems happen with dogs that are in backyards. And now you have a, a behavior that's already started. If your dog's going to bark and attract the attention of the cops, maybe you should stop receiving stolen property. I'm just putting it out there. That's right. Going to touch you, Jason. hope that helped you, man. Okay, thanks, mate. All right, man. Nice talking to you, Phil. I'll see you. Bye-bye. Peter Kane, dog man extraordinaire in the rubber room on Triple M. So remember earlier how I told you to go to the rubber room page at triplem.com.au? Paywall Nation. Paywall Nation. I still don't know what I'm doing. Hey. Live in New York for the Triple M Rubber Room. Hello. So Lima? Yeah. Did I say it right? Yeah. Because it's an unusual name. Well, I'm pretty proud of myself then. Okay, who are you? The guy with this business. It's not Frank Sinatra, obviously, because he's dead.
Does it mean anything to you? No, it means Frank Sinatra, really. Start spreading the news. You want to go and see AWOL Nation in New York? Oh, my God. Well, it's Phil here on Triple M saying thank you for your entry at triplem.com.au. And now you're in the running. Because she said if you want to go AWOL there, unlike here, no one will find you. Especially with all that snow, 76 centimetres of it, you'll disappear in New York. So how are you anyway? I'm really good. Thank you for entering our AWOL Nation competition. Thank you so much. If you win, who will you take with you? My hubby, of course. Probably the right answer. Yeah, because he'll go AWOL with me. Brilliant. Ever been to New York before? No. Oh, you'll have the best time, and so will he. And, of course, you get to go walking around New York City, but also you get to see AWOL Nation live at Madison Square Garden. There's not many people on the standby list. Your name's on there. Fingers crossed. I hope you win. Ah, uh, so do I. Thank you so much. Go to triplem.com.au. Go to the Rubber Room page. Go on the running to see AWOL Nation live in New York City. Okay, Sammy X, speaking of you, here are some sex slang terms that are going to become popular in 2016. You may need to know these. In fact, there's about 11, but I can only give you about four, actually, on the radio, okay? So, uh, here's the first one. Do you want to know what postponed means? Um, uh, do I want to know? probably figure it out. Postponed means you're running late because of an unexpected sexual encounter. Oh, okay, yeah, right. That yeah, that sense. makes sense. Side chick. Uh, does that mean, like, you're, like... Bit on the side. Yeah, other woman or mistress. Yeah, see, I knew that one. This is great. This is clever. Nice use of uh, alliteration here. Doppelbanger. <laughs> um, <laughs> when, uh, how do I put this? Let me put it there for you, so to speak. Uh, when you have sex with someone because they look like someone else you really would like to have sex oh, with. Oh, that's <laughs> nice, isn't it? That's charming. Are you familiar with Netflix and chill? You probably are. I've heard yeah. around the office. That's where you go to someone's house to watch Netflix, but what it means is five minutes into the movie, you want to be making the beast with two backs, right? Yeah, that's like a well-known saying. And this is fantastic. And I'm just thinking of the best way to say it. Master weight. Um, it's where you're watching something on the computer in order to oh make yourself no. happy, but you get buffering. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's a sad but beautiful world. In fact, there are others, but if you want to know what they are, you have to ring me and I have to play a little sound effect because I can't tell you on the air. Well, I can tell, I'll figure out a way I can tell you on the Just air. Just be careful. <laughs> So I said if you wanted to hear anything from the new 2016 slang word dictionary, there are words that I can't tell you on the air, but I can tell you off air. Strangely enough, only female callers. You filthy potty mouth. How are you, Carly? Hi, Phil. How are you? All right, you want to hear one from the slang dictionary? Yeah, go. All right, this one will be the Chinese laundry. Okay, do you want to know what it means? Yeah, What do you think? I think that's gross. I don't... Ew. I can't understand how they'd come up with that either. Ew, do you have any more that... questions or is that it? What? Okay, hang on. I've got to hear her question. Hang on, everybody. I'm not sure. Forwards, I think. Okay. <laughs> well, I know that you've been thinking what will be the next best thing on television because it's just so good. Who's going to be the celebrity in the jungle? 
Who's going to be the next people on the next big cooking show? Who's going to be painting the house? Although I guess John Logie Baird wasn't thinking all this 90 years ago yesterday when he made his first public demonstration of live television. Scottish inventor, invented mechanical TV. He had all of these great ideas and he had all of these aspirations and hopes for television. And what did we do with it? Well, here's one of the great moments in television. So they got this Chicago TV station and they wanted their own Oprah. And somebody thought, well, why don't we get Propecia, who, well, to put it in the nicest possible way, was a lady of the night. And they said, let's get her in and she can answer some questions from our viewers. Maybe not the best idea. Propecia, what can I do to get my girlfriend in the mood? Wash your smelling ass and balls, you nappy mother you. Propecia, what can I do to get my boyfriend to pay attention to me? You need to get up off your fat ass and lose some of that goddamn weight. Propecia, my boyfriend just broke up with me and I was wondering what I could do to get him back. You don't want the mother back. Propecia, my girlfriend tells me I'm a stud. What do you think? You sound like a goddamn pussy to me. Hey, Propecia, it's our one year anniversary. Who gives a f- <laughs> Hey, Propecia, do you think it's okay to kiss on the first date? I'll have jumped through this goddamn TV and slapped the motherfucking side your mother stupid ass. See, I'd watch that. Yeah. I mean, you know, compared to celebrities in the jungle, I would I would sit down at midday, which is when they put it on they TV. They put it on at midday. midday. Of course and I they would, do. I would watch Propecia to see. I would even ring in and ask for some advice. I want some advice from her. Go. Let's get that show on the air. You may find this a bit disturbing. He held me. Go! No. The Rubber Room.